From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hi there, I'm Graham, VK4BB. This is National News from the WIA for week commencing July 31, 2016. Let's have a look at what's happening around Australia. Hams Across Australia VK1 CRARC committee members had a dinner meeting with WIA President Phil Waite, VK2 ASD, prior to their general meeting this week. And at that general meeting, Phil, VK2 ASD, made a presentation to Dale Hughes, VK1 DSH, for his service to the WIA, and to Gil Hughes for his service as an assessor. Following the awards, Phil gave a presentation about the WIA. If you're an amateur planning to operate from a remote snowbound location in Victoria, what could be more important than having a good dipole? Maybe try a good ski pole. A group of adventurous amateur radio outdoorsmen, led by Jared VK3GT and Stephen VK3SN, have been ready for this kind of winter action for some time. For four days, which began Friday the 29th of July, the team is embarking on their annual cross-country ski trip, that will not only cover the remote Bogong High Plains, but also cover the bands, 160 metres all the way to 70 sems. Now, if you're hoping to contact them, listen out 40 metres in the afternoon and 80 metres in the evening. And also, if you're in the area, the local repeaters. VK4. Exam sessions in the North Queensland region are held on demand with WIA assessors and assessment packs available for all three levels of licensing. Contact the Townsville Amateur Radio Club and Roger VK4 Charlie Delta. Now Roger's email, an easy one to remember, vk4cd at wia.org.au. And now to VK5. Good morning, this is Alan VK5 Mike Alpha Kilo with a few notes from the Elizabeth Amateur Radio Club. The Elizabeth Amateur Radio Club is again hosting the Amateur Radio for the Science Alive event at the Wayville Showgrounds in August. There will be approximately 54 exhibitors, including Amateur Radio. This will be the sixth year that the Amateur Radio will be represented to about 26,000 people over a three-day period. The dates are the 5th to the 7th of August, Friday the 5th, Approximately 8,000 years, 7 to 11 school students and others are expected to attend for Careers Week. Saturday and Sunday, 6th and 7th, are the public days. Frequencies will be 7.1 MHz and 14.2 MHz, plus or minus our noise floor. The Worldwide Science Delegation has attended the event in previous years. We would like to see or hear from you. This is a great event to showcase amateur radio. I can be contacted on secretary at earc.org.au. Seven threes, Alan, VK5, Mike Alpha Kilo. Thanks, Alan. We had a note in from VK6 through the week to say the SES Communications Support Unit is holding an open night on Wednesday the 3rd of August at 6.30pm, 91 Leak Street, Belmont. They are an active volunteer SES unit that fall under the Department of Fire and Emergency Services. Much of the work they do involves fires and searches, communication equipment and temporary repeater installations, as well as providing subject matter experts to give communication advice during times of need. Now, I'm going to give you a telephone number because you do need to RSVP if you'd like to get along. 
You can either call or SMS this number, 0429-113-834. SMS 0429-113-834. And that's to RSV for the open night, Wednesday the 3rd of August at 6.30pm. VK7 and REAST members are advised a special general meeting has been called to modify the rules of the REAST Association and that's going to be held Saturday, August 6 at 1pm. Now, if you did not receive a direct email about this, contact secretary at reese.asn.au. Here's something worth having a listen to. AMSAT North America All at Sea. Full marks to AMSAT NA for thinking outside the square and coming up with something special for their Space Symposium and Annual General Meeting, their AGM. This idea could certainly be pursued by the good folk at our WIA, who have had many interesting and novel destinations for our own AGMs. But listen to this. AMSAT North America are boarding the Carnival Liberty ship on November 10 in Galveston, Texas, for a four-night cruise of the Western Caribbean. And costs start at just an amazing $400. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. What is immediately facing the WIA? The current WIA Hot Issues section on the website gives you a view into some of the major pressure points that the WIA stays across on your behalf. This is all part of the service that the WIA provides to amateur radio. You can find the list easily. Just click the burning flame icon on the homepage. Some of the items are on the list because they need further action or submissions. Some are there to invite input from members. Others are tracking long-term activities or have an indefinite time frame. All these items are things that are identified and watched by the WIA board. To be informed and become aware, check out the current WIA Hot Issues section at www.wia.org.au via the icon on the homepage or type Hot Issues into the search bar. What use is an F-call? Recently I spoke about digital voice communications. I made mention of the Codec 2 project being developed by David Rowe, VK5DGR. I also made reference of the kinds of things that digital voice improves, battery life, channel separation and bandwidth. One of the things I didn't mention, mainly because I still had to learn what it meant, is that Codec 2 has an estimated 13 dB gain over analog FM. To explain what that actually means, you might recall that an S-point is 6 dB. That means that if you use Codec 2, you gain more than 2 S-points. That's a little like turning up the transmitter power from 10 watts to 200 watts. If you look at it another way, if you have a Yagi and you install the same Yagi next to it and connect it up properly, you've doubled the power and gained 3 dB. If you do that again, you have 4 antennas and 6 dB. If you do it again, you have 8 antennas and 9 dB, again 16 antennas or 12 dB gain. So the performance that we're talking about is something that you can either visualize as turning up the power from 10 watts to 200 watts, or using an antenna array with 16 antennas. So what is this magic thing called Codec 2? Well, as I said previously, a codec is a piece of software that encodes and decodes stuff. An example that you might be more familiar with is an MP3 file. You open your sound file and save it as an MP3. 
The new file is much smaller, but it retains most of the fidelity of the original when you play it back. The same is true for other things in use. Your mobile phone uses a GSM codec to make your voice travel across the airwaves as bits, rather than raw audio, like the old analog phones we used to have. The aim of all of this is to reduce data use, to increase availability of channels, and to deal with error correction. Codec 2 does all that, for us, here, in amateur radio land. And of course, it can also be used in the rest of the world, for example, for mobile phone communications, making it possible to use less power to transmit the same signal, and thus use less battery, making your phone last longer. I'm looking forward to a Codec 2 mode on my radio to go with the AM, FM and SSB modes already there. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Turkey crisis, state of emergency announced. Turkey's president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, has declared a state of emergency for three months, conflicting reports in almost daily as to handband status. A post put on Yesu FT817 site says the Supreme Council of Radio and Television of Turkey, RTUK, has cancelled the licences of over 20 radio and television broadcasters as well as ham radio operators. Then it was reported that restrictions against radio and TV operations had not yet affected that nation's amateur licensees. Tevfik Tango Alpha One Hotel Zulu reported to RSGB in an email on the 21st that as of then, there was no curfew imposed on amateur radio in Turkey. The country is now under extraordinary circumstances law, but the Communications Authority has not yet released any announcement about amateur radio restrictions. There is no ham radio licence revoked in Turkey, and ham radio operators are operating normally, says Aziz Sasa, Tango Alpha One Echo, the president of Turkey's International Amateur Radio Union Member Society, TRAC. ARRL News say three stations in Turkey were reported heard on 10 metres during an opening to Central Europe on July 21. Tango Alpha One Bravo Mike... Tango Alpha 1 Papa Bravo and Yankee Mike 7 Tango Echo November slash Bravo. TRAC, the IARU member society, has not been closed, nor has its website been blocked or shut down. First Thai, Advanced Ham Radio Exam. 125 candidates passed Thailand's first advanced class amateur radio examination, supervised by RAST and conducted at the NBTC Secretariat Office. The Radio Amateur Society of Thailand, RAST, reports on June 18, 125 candidates passed the two-hour exam out of the total of 151 intermediate class operators who participated, and they will be able to upgrade their amateur radio licences to advanced class, which among other things allows output power on the HF bands to be up to one kilowatt. Although the advanced licence class has been provided for in the regulations since 1987, it had until now never been available to the public. It has not been possible to sit an advanced exam. The King of Thailand, His Majesty King Bumipol Adolyade, Hotel Sierra 1 Alpha, was issued with an advanced licence in 1987. 
in their submission to the 15th IARU Region 3 Conference. The RAST reported that in May 2012, Thailand had close on 250,000 radio amateurs holding the basic entry-level licence, yet just 717 intermediate and reciprocal HF licence holders. Region 3 Director gives IARU presentation to HARTS Annual Dinner. Director Peter Young, VK3 Mike Victor, at the invitation from HARTS Hong Kong, gave a presentation on the international governance arrangements and the role of the IARU at the HARTS annual dinner held this year. At his presentation, VK3 Mike Victor covered how the ITU addresses the arrangements for the upcoming World Radio Conference 2019 and how the IARU organises its response through participation in various study groups and conferences. Peter went on to provide an overview of what the regional directors are currently engaged in since the last Region 3 conference in Bali. The HARTS annual dinner is very well attended by some 300 members of the society as well as invited guests and technical presenters. Belarus hams get 50 watts on 5 megahertz. The Dutch National Society, Veron, is reporting that Belarus now has the new 5 MHz amateur radio allocation agreed at WRC 15. 60 metre band 5 MHz as follows, 5351.5 to 5366.5 kHz in one continuous band, 50 watts with CW, SSB and digital modes. Are you lucky enough to be off to JA in August? The JARL Ham Fair 2016 will be held at Tokyo Big Site, Ariaki, Tokyo, on August 20th, Saturday and the 21st, Sunday. Last year they had about 36,000 participants for the two days. JARL looks forward to the 2016 visitors, manufacturers, retailers, clubs and volunteers at Ham Fair 2016. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. On the Sunshine Coast, it's relayed on 146.825 and 146.850 at 9am. I'm Gordon, VK4 VP. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. Operational News 2016 in Ingham, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. IOTA Contest. The annual Islands on the Air contest is taking place this weekend for 24 hours from 1200 UTC on Saturday 30th of July. This is one of the most popular international contests. Among the announced operations for this year's contest, the Papa Lima DX group have indicated that they will be operating from Little Salty Island off the Wexford coast using the call sign EJ1Y. For IOTA chasers, this contest provides a great opportunity to work some new IOTA references. With the added attraction that credit for QSOs that are matched in upload IOTA contest logs can be claimed without the need for QSL cards. Next contest, the 1010 International Summer Contest, August 6 and 7. Remembrance ID Contest, August 13 and 14. The 19th International Lighthouse and Lunchship Weekend, August 20 and 21. The 36th Alara Contest is on the last four weekend in August, August 27 and 28. September 23, 25, D-Star, QSO Party. The global event will take place between September the 23rd at 01 and September the 25th at 23.59 hours UTC. The format of the party will be the same as in previous years. 
with the goal of encouraging D-Star operators to communicate with as many other operators across the world via D-Star repeaters. Index Advice VC2Q 9 Canadian amateurs are operating from CQ Zone 2 to the 1st of August. They have the special call sign VC2Q on all bands CWSSB and Ready. XR1T The Chilean expedition team XR1T from Santa Maria Island SA069 is on air until the 1st of August. This weekend's IOTA contest included. XR1T will operate CWSSB and digital modes on all bands. QSL via C3OP, direct or via the Bureau, using OQRS. 9A8CV, Cook Island, IOTA, EU136 to August 3. This includes an entry in the RSGB IOTA contest. QSL via 9A8CV's instructions. JD1. JG8NQJ stroke JD1 from Marcus Island for a couple of months while there to service the weather station. Activity on 20, 15, 10 and 6 metres using CW and RIDI. QSL to JA8CJY. The Japan Amateur Radio Development Association, JARD, was established in 1991 and now celebrating in Silver Jubilee this year. To commemorate the event station, JD1YBV will be on the air. JD1YBV from Chichijima Island, AS031, between August the 23rd and August the 28th. Activity will be on 40 to 6 metres using CWSSB and RIDI. QSL via the Bureau. Back to the contest zone and VK4KG will be operating in the RD contest. Wayne, VK4WDM, wants it to be known that the RAF Museum Memorial Station VK4KG would be operating for the 2016 Remembrance Day contest. Due to base security restrictions, the station will be operating on Saturday the 13th of August from 1pm to 6pm and then on Sunday the 14th of August from 9am to 1pm. Hurry up and wait. Ferrari Station VK4KG. No waiting, no delay. Results are in for our Harry Angel Memorial 80 metre sprint contest 2016. For these, it's to Kevin. I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. Good morning, this is Kevin VK4UH. And with Charlie VK4 Yankee Zulu, we are the managers for the Harry Angel Sprint, managed on behalf of the Redcliffe and District Radio Club in Queensland and the WIA. And today I'm very happy to present the results of the 2016 contest. The sprint contest was established to commemorate the life of Harry Angel, who at the time of his becoming a silent key was the oldest licensed amateur in Australia. The contest runs for 106 minutes, one minute for every year of Harry's life. This year we received 50 entries from stations and listeners uh, in the four sections, that being phone, CW mixed, phone and CW, and in the new shortwave listener category, which has been running for the last two years. And today I'm very happy to present the results uh, for the first time from this year's contest. So, down to the nitty-gritty. In the phone section, we had 29 entries. In first position, with a score of 61 points, was Chris Carroll, VK2, Sierra Romeo. In second position, with a score of 56 points, Charlie Strong, VK4, Yankee Zulu. And in third position, Andrew Munson, VK4, November Mike, with a score of 54 points. In the mix section, that's CW and phone, we had nine entries. 
First, uh, first prize went to Alan Shannon, BK4 Sierra November, with a score of 89 points. Second, to Greg Williams, BK3 Victor Tango, with a score of 86. And third position went to our own John Saunders, VK4 Bravo Zulu Portable in VK2, with a score of 69 points. In the CW section, we had seven entries. First position has been given to Steve Salvia, VK7 Charlie Whiskey. Second position, with a score of 44, went to Knud Jorgen Olsen Jensen, VK2 Kilo Japan Japan. And third position, those are joint third positions, to Kevin Phillips, VK3 Alpha Uniform Quebec, and Mike Dower, VK2 India Golf, both with a score of 38. This year we were very pleased to receive four entries in the shortwave listener section. First position was granted to Marcus Berglund with a score of 34. Second position to John Ramsey with a score of 33. And third position was awarded to Alexandra Heathcote with a score of 10. And we're very grateful to Ian Kay for the check log provided in this section. The full listing of all of the entries will shortly be posted on the WIA contest website uh, and into an article in AR magazine shortly. The certificates for all of the winning stations will shortly be posted. And don't forget that points gained in this competition can be used to, uh, to claim points in the WIA contest champion, the Peter Brown Trophy, each year. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hi, I'm Brian, VK3GR with Worldwide Special Interest Group, starting this week at Females in Radio. India cultivates a crop of future YLs. In India, a group of undergraduate women recently got an introduction to ham radio that included a history lesson as well as a look into the future. Nearly four dozen students from St. Francis College for Women in Hyderabad, India, accompanied their lecturers on a visit to the National Institute of Amateur Radio in Hyderabad to learn more about ham radio and to tour the Amateur Radio Museum there. They were given a live demonstration of operating on the VHF bands and got to watch videos as well as a PowerPoint presentation about other aspects of the hobby. The museum, which houses artefacts that tell the history of wireless from the earliest inventions, regularly presents these kinds of awareness programs to schools and other organisations who want to know more about the technology behind all modes of modern ham radio. So while the 43 undergraduates who attended the program may be studying to earn their Bachelor of Science degree, it's likely some of them may also end up getting their YL calls too. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA, OC233. Yes, right in our own backyard, so to speak, we find Tony VK3VDH, who will once again be active as VK3VDH-7 from King Island, Bass Strait, Tasmania, between August 18 and 22nd. Activity will be on 40 and 20 metres using single sideband. QSL via the Bureau. Oh, and as Felix said earlier in this bulletin of news from your WIA, the annual Islands on the Air contest is taking place this weekend for 24 hours from 1200 UTC 
on Saturday, 30th of July. This is one of the most popular international contests. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Starlight to Vampire Base, Dale McCarthy, VK4 DMC has you covered. Atherton Tablelands Region, the Tablelands Radio and Electronics Club, and coordinator Dale McCarthy, VK4 DMC, has lots of community support going on. Saturday 13 and Sunday 14th of August, the FNERA Gemstone Moonlight Horse Endurance Ride Teppan. Saturday 24 and Sunday 25th of September, the FNERA Cordillera Trail Endurance Rides Teppan. Saturday the 15th and Sunday the 16th of October, the FNERA Brooklyn Horse Endurance Rides Teppan. That's all happening up on the Tablelands. Special interest groups, ROTA, the R-O-T-A, Recipes on the Air. The Worldwide Recipe Swapping Net, 20 metres, 14 decimal, 183 megahertz, 0630 UTC Mondays. Fun on the air, swapping information about recipes or favourite ingredients. Listen for the gastronomic cue from Lynn, VK4SWE. Now, Worldwide Special Interest Group's Wireless Weather, Strongest Flare of 2016. The Space Weather Site reports Sunspot Complex AR2565 to AR2567 erupted July 23rd twice, producing two strong solar flares in quick succession. The first at 0211 UTC registered M5 on the Richter scale of flares. The second at 0516 registered M7.6, making it the strongest flare of 2016 so far. Pulses of radiation from the two flares ionise the top of Earth's atmosphere, causing a blackout of shortwave radio transmissions over the Pacific side of Earth. People who might have noticed the fading signals include ham radio operators, mariners and aviators. The explosions hurled an impressive CME into space. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6CSW, with the usual reminder that tomorrow, Monday August the 1st, the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's monthly news and information bulletin goes to air. This month, as well as all the usual club news, we feature part one of a two-part talk on the development of the Overland Telegraph in Australia. Part two will follow in September. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is most welcome to listen to the program and to join in the callbacks afterwards. There are several ways to hear this broadcast. At 0100 UTC, Bill VK3BR will beam the program northwards from Melbourne on 20 metres on 14.150 MHz upper sideband for Eastern States listeners. An hour later, at 0200 UTC, there will be a 40 metre transmission from Perth on 7088 kHz lower sideband with a simultaneous transmission via all linked NewsWest repeaters. Additionally, local relays also take place. Please visit our website at www.raotc.org.au and click on the VK3 OTN broadcasts for details. As from Tuesday, you can download the audio file from our website. Once again, the RAOTC Monthly Bulletin is scheduled for tomorrow, Monday, August the 1st, and we look forward to hearing your call sign during the callbacks. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Across Australia from VK1WIA, 
You're tuned to the WIA National News Service in the Northern Territory. And it can be heard on repeaters 146900, 146950, or and or frequencies 14.337, 10.1337, 7.1933, 3.555. And I am Carl with a K. Call sign Victor Kilo HIL for whiskey. Rewind. A quick look at Rewind and then the social scene. The BBC's nuclear war plan included broadcasts from Kelvedon Hatch Nuclear Bunker in Essex, which is now home to the D Star Repeater GB7KH and special event station GB0SNB. For the first time, the BBC has given detailed access to the plans it drew up in the Cold War for a wartime broadcasting system to operate in the event of nuclear war. Paul Reynolds, a former BBC diplomat and foreign correspondent, has been studying the secrets of what was known as the War Book. And from the War Book to the diary, the Social Scene Diary, August 7 in VK6, NCRG, Hamfest, 9am, Cyril Jackson Community Hall at Ashfield, August 28, VK2, Summerland Hamfest. Now that's at their club rooms. September 18 in VK2, Westlake's Amateur Radio Club's Field Day at Taralba. September 23 to 25 in VK4, Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club's AGM Weekend, Lake Maraboon Holiday Village. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.